Thank you for listening to Comics for Fun and Profit. This is Kyle and Drew with your sneak peek at next week, episode number 448. For comics originally coming out March 28th, 2018, the very last week of March. But before Drew and myself get into what's coming out in your local comic book shops this coming Wednesday, Drew, we got some uh, feedback and uh, my previews order sitting here and we might want to just see what we got coming in the next couple months. Yeah, that sounds good. Um, right off the top, I wanted to... Um let you know that we are now on Instagram. If I didn't do that in a previous podcast, we are at Instagram slash comics for fun and profit. And we have just, uh, just got our 150th follower. So thank you folks who have already followed us on Instagram. Um, so we're on Twitter at slash comics fun profit at Facebook slash comics for fun and profit and Instagram slash comics for fun and profit. So it, couldn't quite get the long the long line for Instagram, so uh, we had to shorten a little bit. And of course, you can always reach us at our email, comicsforfunandprofit at gmail.com uh, for any feedback like this one from Michael Lamb, who says, Drew's dream is manifested to reality. Astro City has been optioned for a television series, but what the hell is Fremantle Media? Um, yeah, uh, I'm kind of, Kyle, you can just t- take a nap here while I'm talking yeah, about Yeah, wake me when this is over. Um, so I'm excited. I think it could be really fun and, um, a really nice adaptation. I no idea who Fremantle Media is or what their track record is, or if this ever gets out of option into reality, but I hope so. I'm excited. Um, do we think any kind of spec uh, jump will happen for any of the Astro City issues, do you think? Nope. Not a bit? Not a movement? Nope. Not a needle movement at all? Too many things have been optioned with nothing happening to them, That, uh, especially with no clue who Fremantle Media is. I can't see too many people jumping on. So if it's not an MCU announcement, nobody cares? Well, you just look at things like... Rat Queens be an option, Killer Be Killed be an option, and all the other stuff like that, all the other independent stuff, and, uh, you know, the heat wasn't enough to really justify anything. Yeah, that's true. Um, James says, Thanos is ending at issue 18. It's not a bad thing. Kate's isn't going anywhere, and um, said to expect something exciting. This book was great with Lemire, and only became better with Kate's writing. Mm-hmm. Well, well, I don't know about the great with Lemire part. I will give you um, that it is great with Kate's writing. But what I don't understand is why why they take away the things I love. <laughs> We've got... <laughs> and all the... You know, Kate's doing Doctor Strange, the best Doctor Strange I've read ever. Let's yank him off that book. Thanos, who knew I would ever read a Thanos book... It's awesome and amazing and uh, spectacular with all the cool stuff with Cosmic Good. <laughs> and let's end it. Why? What, we don't want to bump up against uh, the movie opening or something? I don't know. Makes no sense. Um, I don't. I guess I should just give up on trying to figure out the rhyme or reason behind Marvel's decisions. But it, it bums me out. And... Uh, but yeah, I'm excited for whatever Cates does next because he's, he's really proven here that 
um, when it comes to Marvel stuff, he has a really good ear and a really good voice for the characters, and uh, they really work. So I'm I'm psyched for the next thing. So that means so, you're on for Venom number one then. Uh, yeah, well, I but am. more about that later. Yeah, I, I am going to check that out. Um, although not my favorite character, but Thanos was not even on my radar. So it it if if he if he writes it, I will come. I guess so. There you go. Um, our beloved previews catalog. Those of you who read it in print form or online is changing. Uh, I think we may have mentioned it before. Uh, that Boom and Dynamite has been have been elevated to premier publisher status, and that DC is going to do an insert along the, the same lines as the Marvel insert. So we got a sneak peek at this uh, with the online catalog being released, and the online catalog has uh, Boom and Dynamite in the premier publisher section in alphabetical order. Uh, so they're first. Boom's first. Dynamite's um, after Dark Horse. Um, and so definitely elevated into it. Uh, I, When you look at the, um, the order form for the month, it uh, does not have Boom first. It still has Dark Horse, and it slaps um, Boom and Dynamite onto the end after image okay um well i mean i guess after those two marvel pages too that would be in there so they haven't quite at least in this first go round um it the it's it's not in the same they're not using the same alphabetical order that they were using in all for the premier publishers up to this point so that doesn't mean it in may when DC has been removed, that the print catalog won't be won't reflect those changes that are on the online catalog. So, um, what all this means, and it might mean it may mean nothing to anyone but me, but I mean I think getting getting booming first in the catalog can either help sales or have no effect on sales. Uh, I, I don't think sales will be adversely effective unless you think with DC's catalog being pulled out along with Marvel that the DC fanboys and Marvel zombies will just have these, those books to peruse and will never even crack open the previews. It's very um, possible. Which is very possible. And so that's, that's, that's the worst case scenario. Uh, best case scenario is, is now the big two are out of the way. So these other comic companies can shine um, in in the front half and uh, and and their sales and interest in their titles will be increased. Uh, do you lean one way or the other on what you think will happen? That's well, it cool. hasn't helped Dark Horse, so I'm not holding out hope that it's going to you know really stir the pot much for Dynamite. I've been liking a bunch of Boom stuff, so I'm I'm curious to see what they do with the extra space. If that, I mean, if they're smart, they're going to use this opportunity to grab as many new creators and start throwing out good new books. But if they don't, and it's the same old, same old, I'm going to flip through it just as fast as I flipped through Dark Horse and IDW. Okay, yeah, but but you're one like me that reads previews cover to cover, front to back, and so um, 
do you read the Marvel's insert first, or do you save it till after you're done with your big previews? I, I usually do the Marvel first. I do too. So um, I will probably continue to do that, and now add DC's. DC. I would do DC first, then Marvel, then Big Book, and then but then Big Book from from cover to cover. And they're also do they're also going to go to the flip book situation where um, right now I think it's just like the first couple of pages are flipped, but that there's going to be a whole section that's flipped that'll have that uh, the toys and stuff in it. I hate that. I screw it up every time. So yeah, yeah, I always grab the wrong, the wrong side. Um, so I'm curious, I'm curious how that that goes. I'm assuming that the the print didn't reflect Alpha Order order only because it was too close to publication, and they had already been laying the the, the catalog out ahead of time. That's my guess, um, it, and I'll find. I guess I'll find out in the May edition whether I'm I'm right or not. And if and if Boom and Dynamite are still stuck at the end of those pages uh, after the little Marvel two pages, then we'll know they didn't quite get the full premiere publisher status and they're kind of semi-premiere, I guess. Um, so uh, it, it may not make a hill of beans difference, but it's interesting to me that they've elevated them out. And now I guess titan and valiant and uh who else has a big presence back there that can start making a case aftershock yeah aftershock really does oni oni really does you're right aspen you know yeah action lab and aspen they they sometimes have some significant pages back there very much brightly collared at least boundless (laughs) <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, let's get them lookers and them uh, jungle fantasies as close to the front as possible. Uh, yeah, so I, I can I can see, see a case being made for some of those other guys to come out. Um, I don't know what the line is. I don't know what the criteria is to be elevated. Uh, it doesn't seem to be a from what we see in the sales. It doesn't seem to be like a percentage point because. They're all around one percent of sales, you know, one to two. Nobody's really doing gangbusters in that group. So, um, is it is it significant number of offerings uh, consistently released on time and without delay? Maybe I don't I don't know. Um, so I'd be curious as to what the criteria was to elevate those two publishers out, and if they actually become uh, full-fledged members of the of the group somebody greased somebody's palm yeah i think you're right yeah <laughs> uh, we had some we have some sad no- news in uh, comics retailing uh meltdown comics is closing in uh, los angeles uh that is chris hardwick hardwick's comic shop and also a comedy uh club uh, that's been around for 25 years, I guess. I think he came in at the last minute with the Nerdist money. Um, mm-hmm. But um, that's 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 kind of been a staple in that area, and it's, it's sad that that is closing. Um, I'm curious. I, I don't know. I don't really know why, except you know, could be any number of reasons. But uh, it's sad when when a longtime shop closes. Um, but we also have on the flip side, we have good news 
from a comics retailer, and this is from the desk of Incredicow. Uh, our good friends at Cowabunga are, have said on their Facebook page, As some of you know, we've been teasing big news for a few weeks, and we've grown over the last several years. We've noticed that both the store and our customers have needs that have outgrown our current location. Today, we're excited to announce that we'll be moving a half mile down the street into a building previously occupied by Fresh and Green Market, staying on Wisconsin Avenue and close to downtown Economowoc. Why this location? Our new building will be three times larger than our current one, allowing for massively expanded inventory. We'll be expanding our event seating by over 100%, meaning we'll be able to host large events. But, all, but more importantly, run multiple events at the same time. Um, here's our most convenient new addition to Cowabunga. We finally have our own parking lot. Hey! Yeah. We'll begin our move slowly in the beginning of April and ramp up towards the end of the month. <clears throat> this time, we're only planning to be closed for three days from the 29th through May 1st. With a soft open at the new location on Wednesday the 2nd, just in time for new comic book day and our grand reopening on saturday may 5th which is free comic book day thanks to everyone who has helped build cowabunga to what it is we're truly appreciative of all our customers and can't wait to show you what we have in store for for the future um, so stay tuned to their uh, their um, facebook page for more news and updates as they get closer to the launch uh, and they'll have a lot of more great announcements coming over the next month um as they move into their new home, their new and improved bigger home. So we're excited for those guys. You know, they did a great job with a small space, um, really maximizing the potential of that shop. And they, so there, I think James and Eric are going to have a ball with all that space and all the potential of, uh, of making that a, a real destination shop up there in Wisconsin. So we're excited for them. Very cool. Hey, um, just under the wire, we're getting ready to turn turn our our previews uh, order form in to our good friends at Cowabunga here. So we thought we'd uh, we'd go over some of our our picks. Kyle, you want to lead this? You've you've got will, yours all filled out start, already. Just, yeah. Before we start, a quick question to you: uh, Did you watch the Deadpool two trailer? Uh, the one where he plays with the action figures halfway through? No, there was a new one that came out just two days ago. No, I, I go on media blackout after I see the first one. Ah, well, do you want me to talk? I kind of uh, had some time when I, that trailer came out, and I uh, tried sure. to, to do some research into who we saw and what we saw because we get the words X-Force mentioned. Uh-huh. Um, so I didn't know if we just wanted to, for me to sure. share a couple things I figured out. Go ahead. So um, this is just kind of a little guide for if you have a shop that has dollar books... Look for these books. So, um, X-Force 116 is the first appearance of Zeitgeist, who it appears will be in, in the new Deadpool film. Um, new Mutants 99 is the first appearance of Shatterstar, um, who it appears will be in these films. Again, we're not completely sure on some of these things, but from some of the research and some video, other videos I'm looking, this is look, because, you know, he mentions the X-Force, we see Domino and all this stuff. Um, we get... Bedlam, it looks like, is in this. That's Terry Crews, his character. He's playing Bedlam. Um, his first appearance is in Factor X, number one. Uh, let's see, in 
X Force eighty two, we get dead. Or we get Bedlam's first appearance in the six one six. So Bedlam actually first appears in the Age of Apocalypse books outside of the six one six, but then he also has a first appearance in the six one six in X Force eighty two. So um, just you know, these are things that might heat up with this book coming forth, and if like some of these characters hit big, um, we also have things like we we can't figure out. There's a purple haired lady in this that we think might be the character Surge. And her first appearance is in New Mutants Volume 2, Issue 8. And then there's a kid in this that some people think is the character Butterball. And his first appearance is Avengers The Initiative 13. So these are books that a lot of people have a lot running around sometimes. Sometimes these can be found in dollar bins. Yeah. So if you want to strike pretty quick with some of this stuff, these are who we think is going to be in Deadpool 2. Mm-hmm. And uh, might be there. Also, of course, um, The New Mutants 100 is the first appearance of the X-Force as a team. Um, that's another one to collect, because I think once this hits X-Force, and we know that Cable, um, the the guy who's playing Cable, has signed on for a five-picture deal, so we're assuming a couple of X-Force movies, a couple of Deadpool movies, and yada, yada, yada. So, um, like I said, New Mutants 100, first appearance of X-Force, and then some of these other characters, be it Zeitgeist, Shatterstar, Bedlam, Surge, Butterball might also be real cheap books to grab while you can and start hoarding uh, for the Deadpool 2 and then the inevitable X-Force number one. Okay, so um, let's say you don't have dollar uh, dollar book bins in your local comic shop. But they I'd pay cover. A, so you pay cover, you pay up to two or three bucks for these? Yep, I'd say might as well. It's just a fun little thing to do. If you can get them for two bucks, three bucks. Now the first um, X-Force could... sounds like it's got the most op- upside. Is it? Is that what you think as well? Yeah, there's three printings of New Mutants 100 out there. Um, they can still be found for fairly cheap. Um, those ones I definitely recommend snagging up because I think once we get a movie that's titled X-Force, those books will be sought after. Even though I think there's probably a bunch of them. I don't have any numbers, of course, on print runs or anything. Uh, yeah, definitely on that one. And then, like I said, if you if you think Terry Crews might be a breakout character, of course you might want to pick up some of these Bedlam books. Or if you think Zeitgeist or Shatterstar, who we, we see coming down the ramp. Yeah. Uh, of course. I, I skipped Domino because Domino's apparent first appearance is New Mutants 98. There's a lot of scuttlebutt over if that's the, really the first appearance. But, I mean, if you can afford New Mutants 98, go for it. Now, does um does Comic Realm, your database, tell you print runs? It doesn't as far back as 1991. It like, goes back to 91. Newer stuff but, like, this is 1991 is, like, the New Mutants... Uh, Issue 100, or I'm sorry, yeah, New Moons 100. I do not have the numbers on that one. And we oh. do not have the numbers on, like, uh, New Mutants 98. We have what we think it is, but we don't have any confirmed numbers. I wonder if Comicron tracks that far back. It takes some it research, not. but... It does not. It do, they don't go back that far either? Correct. Because that's before... That was when stuff was returnable. Yeah, like... Back in that stuff, day. More stuff on spinner racks and that kind of thing. Yeah, so there was all. So I think those numbers were super bloated, and a lot of that stuff got uh, ripped and sent back. Yeah, the earliest I have on Comic Con is nineteen ninety five. So yeah, dig through those bins, man. Find that. Yeah, that's find that, that gold. That's one of my favorite things about collecting is digging through dollar bins and quarter bins and dime bins and all that stuff we used to do to just find little first appearances and little things to chipmunk away. And taking advantage of of, uh, non-attentive shop owners? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I remember making just bank over those Rocket Raccoon number ones. And, uh, you know, we'd put together those... uh, The first Carnage? 
first Carnage stuff, you could find those. We put together those little runs of, uh, what was it? Kitty Pride and Wolverine. Yeah. Flip those for super cheap, that kind of stuff. Yeah. So just a little something. If you're, if you were looking at the Deadpool trailer, um, wondering about these characters, um, again, a lot of these can be found. There's a lot of X-Force just sitting everywhere and maybe you can find some of these just hanging around. Nice. So you got all that from a 30 second trailer. It's a long two-minute trailer, super funny, and then I watched a couple videos on people kind of breaking it down and then doing some research about who we think these characters are and why we think they're these people, and then I did some, some Google searching of their first appearances from there and stuff, so, you know. Wow. I was home that Kyle. day. I, was, I happened to have been off that day. Kylo doing some work. Nice. I know. So I'm going to go ahead, and this is, this is me signing off for the night. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Drew, do you want to start where we always start, this time with the previews catalog in Dark Horse? Did you find anything? I noticed some Matt Kent stuff, so I thought I'd pass directly to you right off the bat. Yeah, this Ether, uh, the Copper Golems. Um, now, we've had Ether before. We've had Ether before, and we've had Matt Kent before at Dark Horse, and it's not always um, awesome. So, eh, I'm not that excited. All right, I've got nothing else on Dark Horse. Anything else? Uh, on page 56 is, uh, is it Blackwood? Mm-hmm. Evan Dorkin? Uh, Veronica Yeah, I looked Fish. at that. I thought about that. Um, you know, I, I don't like the cover much, but I was looking at the interior pages, and, uh, interior page, and it, 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 it improved it a lot for me. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I am leaning towards that, and I like that combination on, on creative teams. So, Blackwood... Uh, number one, it's a four-issue miniseries, um, kind of interesting, and I think worth worth taking a flyer on on a new number one for it, um, for sure. Awesome. Yeah, I, I stopped and paused at that one. Four issues, the interior art did look good, and I think Evan Dorkin, I've read a couple things that I've been uh, impressive with. Yeah. All right, let's head on over to DC, where we've got some confusing things, some DC, DC Nation and we've got some books for just a quarter. Yeah, because um, DC Nation Zero issue was a quarter. Uh-huh. And get to it here. So what do you have? You have DC Nation. Is that yep, sorry, page 83. Yes, yes. DC Nation Zero is a quarter. It's got the first, this is the first Bendis. Uh, at DC, writing a story, you got a Scott Snyder in here, and there's a Tom King in here. Um, yeah, Clay Mann and Jorge Jimenez on art, and, uh, Jose Luis Garcia Lopez. I mean, it's a quarter. Got you got to buy a bunch of these. Now, have you ever seen a twenty-five cent book with a one in five hundred variant? <laughs> no. I mean, it would be cost efficient to just be like, "Cool, I'll buy five hundred of them." Get my one in five hundred copy and and just you know chuck the other. You're only spending one hundred twenty five dollars. It's true, that's yeah. true. And if you're able to grab the other, the one in one hundred, one in two fifty, one in five hundred. So these big time ratios might not be as astronomical as some other ones. Who knows? We'll check with uh, we'll check with Eric at Calabunga to see what that pricing is. Yeah, just kind of an interesting thing. All right, and of course I'm interested in Action Comics Special Number One. We've got writing by Dan Jurgens, Max Landis, and Mark Russell. So I was going to check that out. Granted, it's five dollars for a forty-eight page one shot, but I was intrigued by it. 
And then Superman's doing a special as well um, with Tomasi, Gleason, Mark Russell. Um, so Mark Russell's getting pulled into these for some reason. They must have plans for him. We are grooming him in some ways. But then we go to, to Justice League relaunch yeah. with Scott Snyder, your boy James Tinian, you got, you got to Josh Williamson, like and uh, art by Francis Manipole. Uh, so the first two issues are solicited here. Um, three, four, I'm four. sorry. I was going to say there's four here. The first four issues are solicited. They're all $4 books. It's just a four-issue miniseries that launches into the new... Yep. I, I assume it's just getting to know four of your teams. Oh, that's your right. Your Cosmic team, that's right. your Bat yeah. team, your... Yes. your uh, your whatever the Wonder Woman-led team is, and then your Flash Harley Robin team. Yeah. Gotcha. I mean, if you can afford it and you like it, uh, snag these up because it's just neat to probably have the creation of these teams here. Four bucks a piece times four of them. Um, I, it's hard to think about spec value on this stuff, but I'm going to take a flyer on all four. And I will not. Okay. Oh, no, wait. There was there was a team wasn't there a team that I liked more than the other I don't know I've got to think about it some more I got yeah, we got Martian days. Manhunter in the first team we got Lobo teamed up with Batman in the second team which is pretty cool you know we got uh, Zatanna or whatever with Wonder Woman and Fish Guy and stuff in the third one and then you know Damian Wayne Harley Cyborg and Flash it looks like on the floor yep good stuff. Um, Doomsday the, Clock Five. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. I mean, I'm, I'm putting together an A and a B run of Doomsday Clock, and of course, uh, it's every other month now. So it, yeah, it's it's that it's that time where we're going to get one solicited, and we won't get one solicited next next time. It's really a snail's pace, but in a year or so, we'll get the payoff. We comics people are nothing if not patient. <laughs> Uh, Doomsday Clock's insanely well-written, insanely fun, insanely Watchmen-centric. Um, read them. Just do it. Or wait for the trade when it's all in one good chunk. Coming out by... Man, you're going to be so far back. Just do it. You want to know this stuff when it comes out. Yeah. Harley Loves Joker 1 and 2. Paul Dini writing on these. No interest. But he created Harley Quinn. I don't care. Okay, just checking. Jeez. He has no. He has no appeal to me. I didn't ever watch um, the animated series, which we need to cor- that you need to. Didn't Everybody somebody send you those? That. Yeah, some. Yeah, they're still sitting there. I, I know. Watch them. I know. I know. Jeez. But I, I just they don't. I don't have that connection to Paul Dini, so he he doesn't move the needle for me. What's this Random new Challengers right thing? Back. Oh, let's see. From the pages of Dark Knight's Metal Challengers, Mountain has returned to the DC and chosen a new team of explorers. Five misfit strangers are... I'm bored. Never mind. Go catch. Yeah. It's a, it's a Scott Snyder long-form prose novel. Mm-hmm. Curse of the Brimstone, I stip. Damages I'm off of. Immortal Man, I don't know anything about. Sideways, I'm out. Sideways Terrific's was okay. Terrific's Sounds is okay. Uh, but I can understand not, not jumping in on them. Keep buying Batman 46 and 47 as we get closer to the wedding. Um, uh, if you missed, or if you were in on the uh, Dark Prince Charming, the hardcover one piece that was out four months ago, I think, Yeah. Um, be on the lookout for the second half of that coming out in June um, for $13. 
White Knight is ending on 8. Make sure you get that. That is an awesome cover. Yeah, I'm still bummed I didn't put together an A and a B run on this. Just did one because I was cheap. I didn't yep. know it was going to be so good. I know, crazy. Mm, creative team on Nightwing, don't let me down. Uh, like and Brave and the Bold, Batman and Wonder Woman. That's a good series. Um, Not too late to jump on that. You can probably still find it and start backpedaling your run. Liam Sharp art is uh, fantastic. We're still working through the um, Batman Eternal storyline and through the finale of it. Batman Eternal? Batman Eternal. Oh, Batman. Okay. I was yeah, like, wait ba- a minute. Batman Eternal. And that's that's the, the last story arc James Tinian's doing for Detective. And then he's hopping mm-hmm. off. That's all for me in DC. IDW is a big old skunk for me. The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Urban Legends number one is just a reprint of the uh, volume three from Image, so. No reason Wasn't there a new show. Vertigo or something in here that I was interested in? I didn't. It looked like I didn't see anything. Number one. Oh, dude, the first trailer for that new animated Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles hit today as well. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. They righted the ship. No, it's horrible. Oh, it's horrible. Oh, it's so far off base. And I'm not one of these, you know, you're raping my childhood type of people. But man, it's they're raping your childhood, aren't they? Yeah. All right, yawned image. Uh, sure. Um, I mean, again, I, I couldn't find anything in IDW. I'm not doing anything. Nothing was taking the eye. I didn't feel like grabbing the new My Little Pony. So, okay, what page are we on? I am on page 200 to talk about Brian K. Vaughn. Oh, okay. This is Barrier. Uh, this first came out in um, panelsyndicate.com, where you could read all these for free or whatever dollar amount or penny amount you wanted to pay for the issues. So I've already read all this, and by read I mean I looked at half of it and said, huh? Because it's half in English and half in Spanish. So (laughs) I can't read Spanish, um, so I could only understand half the book. So therefore I was quite confused as to what was going on in this book, and never... Although Marcus Martin's art is beautiful and he's a wonderful storyteller, I really couldn't connect with the story much. But with all that being said, I'm buying buying all of these. <laughs> now, okay, that's being said, but like I can understand when you've got something coming out a few months and you're writing it along the way and you hit the end and you've got a, like an oversized issue number five, so you add a dollar. You've got this already laid out and you've got an overpriced number one and an overpriced number five for no reason. Maybe. It, it, I think it's like a, a special cardstock. It's landscape uh, printed and bound. Um, so it's some kind of deluxe packaging. It also, I think there's a free comic book day version of this first issue. Uh-huh. And I don't know if it's the complete issue or not. I haven't checked into that. But that's that's weird, right? Because if you can get this the free comic book day issue for nothing... Mm-hmm. Now, you know, you're going to p- spend five bucks on it, but I am because I'm a BKV-aholic. Yeah, but I just think you could space the pages out better and make these all the same price. It's just weird when they come out 
weekly consecutively? Well, they were released in five digital issues. So, okay. All right. Okay. So they're right, making right. five print issues, and I, I don't think they want to lose money on it. Uh, a lot of times, how do you, wait? They they offered it for whatever you want to pay, but all of a sudden we're we're sticking to our monetary guns here on a print version. Well, um, th- Brian K. Vaughn doesn't need the money. Okay, true um, story. He he's he's doing it for. Let's see who can read how many people I can get to read my stuff. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Or and let me let me team up with my pal Marcos Martin and months of Vicente the colorists and, and get them exposure or get the, and show how great they are. But at some point now private eye did well. And I think it made enough money that, um, Marcus was happy with the, with the cut, perhaps barrier did not. Mm-hmm. Um, and Brian cave is backing off his, I'm never going to put any of this stuff in print to maybe cash in a little bit for his creators. I don't think it's for him because he got saga money. So yeah, no um, I'm I'm thinking he's okay, but it, that that would be my guess that they're trying to you know cash in a little bit um, and and monetize this in a, in a different way. And I see you know they're still offering that private eye hardcover, which they said that would never exist as well. So now available in perpetuity. Yeah, yeah, it's still one I want, and I want that. It's it it is beautiful. And it'll be nice right next to my and saga And people seem hardcover. to really love that storyline because others are cranking the same friggin' storyline out. <laughs> yeah, looking at you, Dugan. <laughs> All right, Drew. Talk me off the ledge for Death or Glory number one by Rick Remender. Well, we Remender can... Hit, remember, Remender hits with things like Deadly Class and Seven to Eternity, but I don't like $5 first issues. Yeah, we only have to go back to Seven to Eternity, not that far... When we had a twenty, forty, fifty, seventy, eighty dollar first issue, that's quickly come. You know, it's kind of leveled out since, but we had spec heaven on it. But so I don't that, think we've ever had a five dollar overpriced issue one do anything. Plus, we got three covers here. We've got an oversaturation in the market, too expensive, and it's not a story that necessarily grabbed me. The only thing about this I like is Remender. Well. I am going to not order cover B's this time. No Bengal? Or no, he's the A. Sorry. I am going to order cover A's this time, and I'm ordering multiples because I'm not going to miss the 7 to Eternity train if it repeats itself. Although Lowe didn't really do anything, and Black Science really hasn't done anything. so but Black Science was hot originally, though. I mean, those were those were quick flip opportunities. Were they? Yep. Yeah. What was that 40... thing he did over at IDW? Oh, crap. I can't remember. I, uh, I don't know. Yeah, that little five-issue thing, that was hot as heck for a while. Good track record, 40 page, man. 40 pages for five bucks. What are you doing? Just quit. 48 pages. No, sorry. It says 40 in the solicit. Well, the little box says 48. Who knows who's right? It'd probably be 11 pages when it's all said and done. Yeah. Uh, flavor one doesn't. I don't. I don't know. I'm not. No. I li- I like the look of it. Um, it's worth checking out for me. Uh, I want to. I want to definitely sample this one. Uh, Medieval Spawn Witchblade one of four. Will these two? I don't people... like. I don't like Brian Haberlin. Um, 
So I'm not in, uh, I'm out on this. There we go. Where we live, Las Vegas shooting benefit anthology trade paperback. Twenty bucks. Um, it looks pretty cool. A lot of people writing a lot of cool things. Read this message from J. H. Williams the third on the right here. If you have a previews, um, so a good cause. So I'm not going to talk that one down. Yeah. I don't know when they started jamming all the trades up front in their solicits, but I don't like it. Yeah. Should be all comics but and trades at the end. Not a ton. I'm really doing a lot with on uh, on image. I'm following an- analog for a couple more. Um, following crude, I think, for a couple more. Uh, Dry County was really good. If Dry you missed County the boat on that, that was really yeah, it. First two of those coming. Yeah. Stick with third. Infidel three, if you're still going with that. It was Killer good. Be Killed is good. I like that first issue. It was really good. Yeah. Um, Lazarus is out for now. Oblivion, Oblivion Song. I thought that first issue was great. There you um, go. So. This is one that I'm going to continue. I've got to figure out how many I bought of that first one. I think I'm going to keep at least two, at least a double run going. There you go. Of that for a while. Of course, I'm staying on Saga. Of course, I'm staying on Walking Dead. Wicked little Carl B cover. Um, where was there's, there's something else? My Kyle Higgins book. I was going to stick with too. I can't remember what that one was. I think we were talking. About, I think that was the first one I talked about. But I'm not a very quiet image week for me. Oh, by the way, I got to give another shout out to Eric over at Cowabunga. Uh, my daughter came home, saw the Bob's Burgers trade volume one on her nightstand, and uh, was ecstatic. Couldn't be- <laughs> couldn't believe it existed. Couldn't wait to read it was um super psyched to check it check it out so thanks for the recommendation it made her day bounce to marvel before we hit the back half uh sure go in that order of course we've talked a lot about the uh the large end variants for these number ones through cowabunga comics for uh black panther um spider-man venom Avengers, that kind of stuff. A bunch of relaunch on here, so bunches of opportunities to jump in. Um, and we'll try to uh, we'll try to tag the end of the the end of the episode with uh, the offer again. I don't want to try to read it right now. Um, but we'll 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 try to tag that in just in case you are still interested because the deadline is going to be the 26th, so Monday, to get your orders into Howabunga on that. So we'll throw that at the end. There you go. Um, I'm jumping on Venom. I'm jumping on Avengers. I'm skipping Panther. Actually, no, I'm probably going to grab number one of Panther. Even though Coach doesn't necessarily grab me with the way he writes, I'm going to give him another shot. Why are we excited about Avengers? Who's doing it? Jason, well, Jason, Jason Aaron. Aaron. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he's He's all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've heard of him. Is he going to kill off over there? And, of course, Ed McGinnis on art, so can't be that. I don't care about any of those Infinity Countdowns. Although I'm excited for the movie, I do not care about the Infinity Countdowns. Um, yeah, do, do you, what about the hunt for Wolverine? Do you care about that? <sighs> I didn't care much about the death of Wolverine stuff. I'm not going to do the... The countdown. Of course, on Amazing Spider-Man 800, we're huge fans of that that uh, 
That Delata, or which one is it we were huge fans of? That one in 25? Yeah. Delato, yeah. Yeah, the Delato. That's what I thought. Now, that connecting variant for the, um, that Todd Knox doing, uh, is that worth trying to put together? Those connecting ver- variants? Because, I mean, that's a pretty amazing collection of Marvel characters. <laughs> is it, it worth trying to assemble those? Probably not. Probably not. Despicable Deadpool 300. Iron Man 6. I'm, I'm sticking out on that one. And then I'm pretty... I got very little in Marvel from that on out. Yeah. Kind of a quiet Marvel for me, unfortunately. Moon Knight 195. And you get a... Uh, you get a... Uh, an alternative cover. You get a Greg Smallwood Deadpool variant. Oh, really? Yeah. So, you say you never get variants, you get a Moon Knight variant here. Alright, there you go. I'll have to be a completist nerd. I highly recommend it. Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur gets an anti-smoking issue. Hey, I remember those back in the day with uh, Spider-Man say, yep. used to do that. Yep. X-Men Red gets an annual already. Five issues, Dang, four issues five in. Five issues in. Holy crap. <laughs> Is that just how we're doing one-offs now? Uh, as an annual? I don't know. I, uh, again, here we go trying to figure out you know, the comic industry's rhyme or reason for doing things. They, but, like, it's a regular-sized issue, and it's only $4, so they didn't give the oversized gouge. But, huh. Yeah. They're milking this wedding special thing, aren't they? For X-Men Gold. Yep. Domino number two. I'm going to stick with Domino and see how that goes. So they're really... That's really going to take the sales... Is that going to take the sales out of the back cat re- wedding? It's going to It's no, going to get in front of it. Yeah, I think the bat will be fine. Um, I'm going to go for that J. Scott Campbell wedding special number one because I just like when I can get Scott J. Scott Campbell for cover even though the cover is five bucks yeah i know so weapon h1 did that pop out is that childish gambino playing lando yes is that happening in a movie yes you don't know that he's he's in solo no i didn't know that yeah donald glover is uh is playing young lando that's cool in the solo movie so then we're gonna give him a you really don't watch trailers, do you? I, I I watch the first ones and say oh, I will I, I will definitely go see that, and I don't ever have to watch another trailer yeah. and get things spoiled, like that Donald Glover said it. <laughs> I didn't need to know that. Man, there's a lot of Star Wars comics. Yeah, they're using that license, man. Yeah. You're gonna stick with Thrawn for a bit. You're gonna keep. Oh, Thrawn. Thrawn's great. I mean, I've, I've read two. Yeah. But those two have been great. <laughs> Very cool. Alright, thank you, Marvel. Thank you, Marvel. Oh, and like I, I tried, but I am I am lean in the back half. I did not I don't know if it's just the mood I was in the two days that I, I went through this. You're moody. But there's n- not a lot of things that jumped out at me in the back half necessarily this month. Couple things from Aftershock we'll get to. Okay. I'm not Aftershock already. I walk through hell, I'm I'm in. Garth Ennis, $4, and I'm definitely getting the B cover because it's a black 
jet black cover. It will probably not be in perfect condition, but we will see. Well, you're not going to see GC it. No, but I just like them, you know. You know, shut up. <laughs> you have your you have your things. Absolutely. Yeah, but I'm definitely in for a walk through hell. I'm probably going to get a couple of those. Sticking with Cullen Bunn and the Brothers Dracool. Cool. Sticking with Are you? her Infernal Descent. Yeah, I've been doing just first three on everything Aftershock. Huh. Baby Teeth, Donny Cates is going crazy on. Hopefully you read everything Donny Cates released the other day. I did not. if not, it will get spoiled for you. I, did. Read it, I did not. Donny Cates went crazy for one day. Uh, let's see. So on 264 is run of... What is it called? Run of... Run of Thieves Brigands. What is where is that? What? Oh, oh, Ruin of Thieves. Ruin of Thieves. A brigand oh, yeah. story. Written by Rom V. Yeah, no pass. So yeah, a new Garth Ennis. Yeah, you already said that, right? Yep. Uh, what's the whole black black cover? Thing. Yep. Um, that is that is look good. I want to get a couple of those. You already blown through aftershock, and I'm behind. Yep. Man, slow down. Sorry. Has Amigo Comics hit on anything ever? It has, um, but it's been a while. Uh, you know, their stuff is is small print runs, mm -hmm. so there's a scarcity. An above cover scarcity built into them, yeah. So um, you can usually make a little money, but it's not it's not the ten dollar profit floor that we like to shoot for. Mm -hmm. I was looking at Titan number one. I'll probably take a flyer on one of those. Colleen Douglas writing that. Yeah. We off the suicide forest train from. Them. Yeah, I think that was just a, a time and a place where that one was good. I don't know that we necessarily care about the, the entirety of it. Yeah. I was never in Harbinger Warriors 1, so I'm not in for Harbinger Warriors 2. Um, Why is that not in Valiant? Oh, it's just a staff pick. Is it? Okay. I just saw it pop out to me. Uh, yeah. Cross plus 100, Mimic number 3. Beautiful. So beautiful. Can't wait. I still haven't read the first one yet. What? I know. Gotta get on that. So so little coming from Avatar. Used to be, you know, a good half a dozen pages or so. You sticking with Survival Fetish or Come Into Me from Black Mask? Yes. Which, both we've got those. Black Mask putting at least four issues of a thing out. Or, well, we haven't, they haven't been delivered, but who knows. Solicited. Yeah. And then Ariabaki for Dismantlers, number one. And yep. Fabian Lillet with We Are the Danger, number one. Yep, both of those. You're doing both those? Yep. Okay. I don't learn my lesson. When it comes to Black Mask, I have a soft spot in my heart for them. And um, at the very least, sample all the number ones. So fool me once, shame on me. Fool me two or three times, I'll keep looking the other way. Uh, for some publishers, yes. Uh, Cy Spurrier over at Boom is doing Coda number one. It's a 12 issue. I'm in. Uh, Cy Spurrier is so up and down. I don't know. 
I'm going to give it a shot. It looks cool. I like... Those covers are cool. Yeah, and uh, Jai Lee. I'm getting the Jai Lee. Oh, of course. Yeah. That sells. Um, Were you a Fraggle Rock guy? No. Yeah, me neither. No nostalgia for for Fraggle Rock for me. If it was a better creative team, or if it was a creative team I knew, perhaps... You were a big fan of Fence. I like I like. Uh, let's solicit the the collected edition of our previous five issues and our newest issue at the same time. We don't need a hiatus break, a trade break that takes three months. Let's just keep going. Mm-hmm. I like that. Good job, Boom and Fence people. <laughs> C.S. Picot. Boundless, 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 boundless. Moving on. You'll have to truncate silence on this issue. This episode. Um, yeah. You know what truncate silence does when there's a little bit of noise in the background? Ah. Doesn't work. work. All right. Red Soden guitars and Gail Simone's writing that one. We have another Jai Lee cover on those. So he's, he's doing all kinds of work. Boundless spending the money on ads. <laughs> I'm gonna wait for you to catch up to me and dynamite, but I'm s I don't think I'm doing Sherlock Holmes either. Final art will be color. You already said red Sonya. You're not you're skipping it. Correct. Sherlock Holmes, just don't care about. Yeah, I mean dynamite's that's, it was a dynamite book that Rick Remender did, not a IDW book, and I still can't remember it. <laughs> still not closer to the I'm, answer. I'm closer, though. I'm closer than I was. Like I said, I was getting skunked in the back half this, this month, unfortunately. And I ran out of post-its, so... Oops. You're done. You are done. You're checked out. Mm-hmm. And normally this is where I make some hay, but uh, like I said, I'm just nothing was jumping off the page to me really this month. No, uh, no Titan hard case crime. No Attack on Titan. No Titan hard case crime. No none of that. Mm, nothing in Zenoscope launching. Uh-uh. Lion Forge had weird stuff that. I didn't catch me at all. Yeah, what are they doing? They took a pivot. Yeah, they really have. Uh, the, these are all these are all um, trades, OGNs. Yep. Or just weird. Yep. Huh. Like I said, I was just the stuff. Nothing was jumping to me. Oni, um, trade, Pizza Sora's Rex. What are we doing here? Come on. Now from Omnimorphic Inc. or whatever, we have Alien Toilet Monster number one. Is that a Stabity Bunny situation? Perhaps. Now, I did read Stabity Bunny, and did you read it? Yes. Just as you want. 
I liked the little po- poetic uh, rhythm that uh-huh, it had to it. to it. That was nice, and uh, I, I wasn't. I wasn't. I didn't feel it was I didn't stupid. Hate it. I did not hate it. Um, so, uh, yeah, hats off for Stabity Bunny. Yeah. On its on issue five. Who knew? <laughs> I did. Dark Souls. That's another. That's another volume of Dark Souls. That's got to uh-huh. be like third or fourth, right? Correct. Uh, second volume. I think they've only done two. Oh. Uh, we don't care about Warhammer. Twenty twenty one. Lost Children. Bad title, but is it worth checking out? Stephanie. Bed better. Bet better. Or Stefan. I don't know. Escape from New York meets the X-Men. It's an interesting look. I would say 2021 Lost Children number one is worth checking out. In Detroit, Detroit has seceded from the United States. Citizens are under the control of a madman. Kind of cool. Now we got more Matt Kent back here in Valiant. Yeah. But it's Harbinger War stuff, so I don't think... He does that. But man, uh, Valiant paying for the fold-out. Event checklist, the Harbinger Wars 2 checklist, which I will not be reading. Wake me up when they bring Archer and Armstrong back. (laughs) Andy Diggle makes an appearance. Shadow Man. Like I said, nothing else for me. Yeah. Um, I, I, I missed Cinescope. Where's Cinescope? There it is. Jasmine Crown of Kings. Cheesecake. Grim Cheesecake. Of course he did Cinescope. Yeah, I think you're right. Little weak. Yeah. And this is a. Uh, this is March for May release? Yep. Interesting. Marvel will probably dominate this month. Yeah. I think I think that's pretty safe to say. Anything else you'd like to feature from the previews, good sir? Uh no. No. Alright, do we want to go ahead and head into our sneak peek? Yeah. We just wanted to give you guys a little sneak peek at what we think of the previews. So if you're ordering ahead of time, uh, putting in that 
order a couple months at a time. If there's anything that rises to the top or we feel interested, we wanted to make sure we shared that to you. Um, unfortunately, this was a little bit more of a boring month for me and Drew as well. Again, a lot of our craze was coming from the Marvel relaunch and some of the uh, deep variants and the, the big numbers from them uh, was kind of where our focus was, unfortunately. So no, not too many secrets from the back half, but we hope some of the our crawling through was interesting to you and maybe you picked up a couple things that we... Uh, thought kind of cool so from that we're going to have it over to previewsworld.com we're going to click new releases scroll to march 28th 2018 i'm going to click table view because i can't do gallery and now according to previews.com we're going to start where we always start true in boom <laughs> i know what's that we're mixing it up isn't that cool yeah no i had a cadence it's dead now <laughs> you're gonna have to retire that man um, we got Adventure Time, of course. Adventure Time, a big thing, but it's an eight dollar book, so I'm off. Um, I I've been reading Abbott. Uh, it's okay. It's it's Saladin Ahmed who does Black Bolt really well, and I really like Black Bolt. And then this is his creator owned, which would be uh, unfettered, no editorial control. You'd think it'd be better, but it's not. It's really not very good, and womp womp. and um, I'm trying to stick with it. It's only five issues, but I don't know. It it's really kind of not good. There you go. Which happens from time to time. <laughs> Lumberjanes, regrets, WWE. All right, let's head on over and see what we got from Dark Horse. Hungry Ghosts. Which is three Hungry Ghosts. Yeah, that's 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 pleasant surprise. At least the first issue was. I haven't read issue two yet. Anthony Bourdain, that's right. Yeah. Fun little stories. There you go. All right, let's head on over now to DC. That is a Josh Middleton B cover for Batgirl. Um, I really like his style. It's nice. Um. I'm getting I'm getting quite a list of artists who I'm chasing down their covers, which is dumb. <laughs> I'm chasing down the covers for these guys of books I don't really read that much. I mean, but yeah. Batgirl I do read occasionally, so it, it's not too bad. But some of them I'm, I'm like, yes, give me that Titans, and I don't read Titans. Dark Knight's Metal Six. We are winding down the Dark Knight's Metal. Is there an Omega issue? Uh, I don't think so. I don't. I don't know. Do we get a Jim Lee cover if we can? Yes, that's an awesome looking cover. Jim Lee doing the Batman who laughs, and Detective yeah. Chimp on the same cover. <laughs> I don't see Batman who laughs. Who's the guy on? Who's the twisted looking Batman? Just a twisted looking Batman. That man who laughs is a different looking dude. Oh, that's right. He's got the the metal over his the face. The plate, yeah. Yeah. Detective nine seventy seven, Flash forty three. Oh, that's some some Gorilla Grodd on the cover there. Doomsday Clock the, Four. Did you do Motherlands? No. Okay, so it's Cy Spurrier. Yeah. Okay, just checking. I think I sampled it. Is that the first issue or no? It's third issue. Yeah, I sampled it and didn't like it. 
Now, Drew, um, you're going to have to head to your LCS this Wednesday. You know why? Why? Teen Titans number 18, cover B. Because it's who? Joel Jones. What? Well, guess what? What? My LCS down here, they don't do cover Bs. Even though they're independently orderable, they don't do them. So I can't Eric. get that. Eric. Eric. <laughs> hey, Teen Titans. How did we not? How did we miss this? My spidey sense doesn't tingle as much as your does. It's not her best version. work. No. And you're also, while you're at it, might as well add a Trinity 20 cover B. Because that is some of Sinkovich's best work. That is kind of nice and murky. He, lo- yeah. he loves the murk. Mark and Meyer. While you're at it, go ahead and add Wonder Woman 43, because that is Jenny Frizen's top dollar. That's good. Gee, good. Yeah. I like this gold she's putting in there. All right, I, I've, I've done as much as I can with cover bees. And nothing else of note besides, you know, who knows what's happening in Doomsday Clock. I kind of forgot what I was reading, so I'll check that out, but... And all you people that like Francisco Mata, uh, Justice League of America 27B cover. That's pretty cool, too. All right, let's head on down to, ooh. Dynamite. Dynamite. You're getting the curveballs today, man. I know. My goodness. You think, you, you think you're zigging and you're zagging. Uh, I know. Let's see what this cosplayer looks like on China. Eh. <laughs> Not too shabby. Yeah. No, you're not doing Battlestar Galactica versus Battlestar Galactica. No, nope, nope. All right. Dynamite, we're happy to see you. It's been real. Moving on. Yeah. Uh, that was uh that was pretty that was pretty slight uh premier publisher. It wasn't much Here, there. Here's a not to bury the lead, sir, but Star Wars Adventures number eight. Yes. This has our um is Otis this got our backup. Otis, yeah, yeah. Otis is doing the backup Jawas story, um, and uh, so th- this is the one I think we're excited about. Yep, I think sure it's eight. Yeah. yeah, I think it's eight too. But yeah. it, I just it doesn't say anything on it. I think they should have solicited off that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we're we're excited about that. Yeah, we're it, going heavy. On, on it might be like two pages. Thing. It might only yeah. be two pages. I don't know how long it is or anything. So, but should be fun. I have multiple copies coming. There you go. Anything else? No. TMNT doesn't look like they're doing anything too crazy for issue 80. Are you still doing Weird Love? Did you do Weird Love? No, you didn't do Weird Love. No, I did uh, Some Other Love. Okay. Let's head on down to Image. Beef number two. Yep, excited about that. Matt Hawkins and Brian Hill writing Cyber Force number one. With a Mark Silvestri cover. Nah, I was never a Cyberforce person. Me either. Uh, Days of Hate, good. Uh, Hack Slash Resurrections, good. Really cool Dustin Nguyen, Hit Girl cover C. Yeah, I like his style. Saga 50. Buy your regulars, buy your virgins. Just good stuff. What is that cover? Huh? It's not. I thought it was a virgin wraparound. Nope. No, it's not a wraparound, but it's just showing you the front. Yeah, that's sweet. 
And Void Trip ends as quietly as it began. I, I don't even I don't even remember what that was about. Oh yeah, the druggy siphoning the gas and hippies, yeah. Terrible. Yep, yep, yep. Let's head on down to Marvel. Is that third printing? Because it's black and white, isn't it? No, no. Nope, I'm confusing it with something else. Uh, do we do we have any do we care about a third printing? No. No. Daredevil six hundred legacy cover. Oversized anniversary issue, Charles Soul, Overpriced. Cage. Overpriced. Don't care. But I, I see from the cover, Moon Knight looks like he's in it. What? Yeah. Yeah. Well, there he is. Yeah. Okay. Maybe I'll get it. <laughs> Marvel 2-in-1, number three, second print. I think this is the last Invincible Iron Man by Bendis. I think. Not 100% oh, sure. Eh, yeah. No. No. I would think they would say that. I think this is the last Jessica Jones by Bendis. Ah. Good old Lockjaw number two. And they're actually handing Jessica Jones off to another creative team. <laughs> Can you believe that? I believe this is when you throw things at the wall and see if things stick. I mean... David Mack, I am not impressed with your cover. Oi, oi. But Gatos and Bendis on Jessica Jones is the only way it should be exist. Why bother? Why are you even trying... I don't even think I'm going to try the new team. It doesn't make any sense to me. Yep. Good looking Moon Knight. Jason Burroughs, right? Yep. Been a slow moving arc, though. Arc for uh, Landis. Or not Landis. Bemis. Uh huh. He needs to pick up the pace. About it, isn't it? Yeah, I'm not real impressed with these one dollar covers either, necessarily. I am enjoying um, Peter Zadarsky's Peter Parker. It's kind of like got some time traveling stuff going on, and it's um, pretty fun. Huh. Very cool. All right, let's head on down to our smaller publishers, which is no longer our booms and our dynamites. It's just our black masks, our onis, our lion forges, <laughs> our aftershocks. True. True. Battle Cats number one and two. I read this. I read this first issue of uh, Elysic Fall from Titan, and uh, it's really weird, incredibly strange, um, but the art is just amazing. So if you're an art person, check that out. By Helgevolt. Yeah, I guess. I trust you on that. Yeah. Do we need to pick up Bloodborne second, 2? Yeah, that second print's pretty cool. Um, you probably won't get as much for it, but might, yeah, might as well. So pick up, sketch, pick up both the covers. second printing and the second issue? Second issue will be a smaller print run, but probably not as hot. I, I think you can skip the second issue unless you want it for reading. So just get. you think it's better... To get the second printing of the first yes. issue than the second issue. Yes. And that was a lightning fast flip, by the way, that first issue. Yes. Factory number one by Yesin Elgori. 
Did you already Mad talk Max about Breathless? Re- oh, yeah. Did you skip Breath- Breathless? I, I skipped Breathless. I clicked it, but then started talking with you about other things. Oh, okay. Um, it's Buffy the Vampire Slayer. The villains were Big Pharma. So it's written by Patrick Shand with art by Renzo Rodriguez. Uh, it's another Black Mass number one. Um, so we we're, we keep our fingers crossed that there's a two or a three. <laughs> and um, might be worth checking out. Oh, but what were you saying before I rudely interrupted you? Factory? Uh, complete, yeah. You are talking about Factory? Yeah. And? You getting it? Titan? No, I'm skipping it. Mad Max meets Fallout is, you know, that sounds neat, but I, no. You don't want to, no more dystopian futures for you? Eh, it looks a little too far flung. Cover B looks cool, though. I was texting you at 12.15 at night that your side piece. Oh, that's my other phone. No, it's a, just an alert. What do we think about Peekaboo from Zenoscope? By Joe Brucia, Ralph Tedesco, and Victoria Rao. I mean, look, I think it's from Zenoscope. It's a twisted-looking cover, though, right? Sure. You like? Do you like scary books at all? No. Not really. Nope. Walking Dead about as scary as you get. Yep, and uh, you know, I, I surprisingly liked Nailbiter, and surprisingly liked a few things with. Uh, yeah. With uh, Outcast is kind of baby spooky. teeth. Yep, Outcast absolutely. Maybe I do like him. Yeah. Uh, we got Shadow Man from Valiant by Andy Diggle. Is that gonna be anything? I don't think so. Uh, Pussycats, end of everything. I'm guessing Pussycats is. I think it's an existing property or two. Yes, it is. And this is just yet another in a series. Stabity Bunny 3. Keep bu- keep buying Stabity Bunny. No. Really? So, number 2 went to a second print. Well, we're not number we're one. not getting Bloodborne 2, but we're getting Stabity Bunny 3? Correct. Any other questions? I don't I need to know why. What's the difference? Smaller print run. Hmm. hmm. I mean, I'm not telling you not to get Bloodborne or yeah, the the number 2, but I'm just saying of the two that we were talking about, I I like the second print better. That's not what you said. Roll back the tape. <laughs> I'd get the second print. There's <laughs> another Comics Tribe uh, sync number five. There seems to be a little delay in that one. Uh, some of those earlier issues did pretty well. That's all for me, sir. Okay. True, this is the point of the podcast where I ask you for your pick of the week. What are you going to go back to? Make sure you go to your LCSs. Make sure you go in the door and pick up because you found yourself a book, sir, that's going to be worth more the next day than it is on day one. Saga 50, cover B, virgin cover. Very nice. Um, nice. I mean, you should probably get an A, too, but if I can only pick one, I'll take the virgin over the over the cover A. So It's 50. I think something crazy is going to happen. I yeah. think people are gonna want to get it because um, they, everybody that aborted the trade is gonna be like, oh, what's going on? I gotta check that out, and it'll be too late, and then I'll have them all, and I'll say, ha ha ha, twenty dollars. Ha ha. Yeah. 
I am going to say... With such confidence. Yeah, I mean, nothing real. It was, it was a few cool things. I mean, I'll go with that Bloodborne cover B, or Bloodborne uh, second print. Second print. I think we, if I you said if you said issue two, I was going to punch you through the, through the Skype channel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I said go back in, grab Bloodborne, clear out that sketch cover. Um, if you still have another cover A from the original one, uh, package those two together and fire them off. I think you can make some good money off those. Yeah. Yep, absolutely. Anything else, Drew? Yeah. Um, real quick, um, let me reiterate that the uh, the deals. So we've got um, the deadline is the 26th for uh, Cowabunga's variant deals through uh, Comics for Fun and Profit. Now for Amazing Spider-Man 800, uh, we're talking about the, the beautiful... One in twenty-five, Del Auto. That's seventy bucks. Um, that's everybody's going crazy for, and it's it's lovely. Uh, you can get a one in two hundred Del Auto version for four hundred. A one in five hundred Ross version for five hundred. A one in five hundred remastered for five hundred, and a one in one thousand remastered for uh, in black and white for a thousand. Um, we also um, because of the overwhelming popularity of the Del Auto, um, they're they're going back to the well. We're going to offer uh, Black Panther number one as a as a one in twenty five in Hyuk Lee, a one in fifty Koi Pell, or one in one hundred Art Germ Virgin. Um, the the Lee is twenty, the Koi Pell is fifty, and the the Art Germ is one twenty five. We're going to do Venom number one as a one in 25 for 20 bucks. That's by Rivera. A one in 50 by Campbell. Kyle is licking his chops about. That's for, that's for 80. Uh, a one in 100 Stegman Virgin for 85. A one in 500 McFarlane remastered for 500. And a one in 1,000 McFarlane remastered black and white for 1,000. Uh, Avengers number one. We're doing a one in 50. Esau Ribic for 50 bucks, a 1 in 100 McGinnis Virgin for 100. For Avengers number 2, we're doing a 1 in 25 Marquez for $20, and a 1 in 100 McGinnis for 75 bucks. And any of those that you buy, 1 in 20s, the 1 in 25s, all the way up to the 1 in 1000, they all get you a free cover A uh, reader copy so you never have to crack uh, your precious out of the, out of the case. Um, so if any of those sound great to you and they should they're well below anywhere you can find them online um you want to either shoot them up shoot uh the guys at cowabunga a message uh you can give them a phone call 262-569-9999 you can email them orders at cowabungacomics.com and that's cowabunga with a k um or you can find them on facebook uh, and it's slash Incredicow, uh, cow with a C. Um, and just tell them Drew and Kyle from Comics for Fun and Profit say, and they'll know exactly how to hook you up. And uh, you can, if you have trouble with any of that and you want to send us an email or contact us, we'll get in touch with Eric too. We've done that many, many times now um, because of all the support you've given him. So uh, last chance, last weekend to do that. Um, 
really, I think by noon on the 26th, they're going to want to put that order to bed. Um, so if you've been thinking about it, mulling it over, um, and you want any of those fancy ones, uh, give them a call because, uh, they might be able to get some of the lower run stuff, like the one in 25, a little later, but they're not going to be able to get any of the big ones if you don't order them by this weekend. I would say not. Um, that's all I had. I'm sorry I fell asleep. No, I'm kidding. All right, Drew, I want to thank you guys for listening to Comics in Front and Profit. Thank you for trying following around with Drew and myself as we came and went through comics originally releasing March 28th, 2018. I want to thank you once again. So for Drew and for myself, see ya.